Hello and welcome to another episode of Encore, the podcast where we whittle down the back catalogue of an artist or band to determine the top three very best songs that they have to offer. My name is Matthew Coral and I'm your host for today's episode. On the show, we have the man that managed to get our Twitter account banned literally minutes after making it. That's a story for another time, though. For now, please welcome Chris Murray. I had managed to not think about that instant for seven days until this very moment. Thank you for reminding me about that terrible, terrible issue. Um, We've also got the man whose tweet managed to spark a war against every Mika fan in the world. Yep, all eight of them hurled abuse at him for several days, but he made it out relatively unscathed. It's Dom Sterling. Uh, Can we agree not to mention that anymore? Because I'm worried every time we say the word Mika that they come back at me. So let's just be really careful of that, please. Okay, last mention. And last but not least, it's the man who passionately tweets about his love for music, obviously, Panini sticker books, and Mr. Kipling Cakes, it's Scott Hasty. Hello, 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 yes, um, I love all those things. Fun fact, I have two or three people in this uh, podcast muted on Twitter. I'm not going to ask who, because I don't think anyone wants to know. It's not Matt. (laughs) Okay, then. Uh, So... Each person is going to put forward their personal top three songs for the artist, and we're going to try and whittle them down until we get to the overall top three. But first, we have to decide which artist this episode is covering. So over to you, Scott. Who have you picked and why? So the artist I have picked are Linkin Park. Um, they are one of my favorite bands, Evs. They were a big part of my childhood, um, and I thought it would be a lovely journey for all of us to revisit a lot of their great music. Yep, Linkin Park formed in 1996 under the name Zero, then changing the name to Hybrid Theory when lead vocalist Chester Bennington joined in 1999, and then changing the name once more to Linkin Park when they released their first studio album in 2000, which was also called Hybrid Theory. And having sold over 70 million songs worldwide, they are one of, if not the best, alternative rock bands to have ever existed. Unfortunately, Chester committed suicide on July the 20th, 2017, which left a generation of fans shocked. And I think I speak for all of us when I say that Linkin Park were one of the bands that helped define us growing up. And I know that hundreds of thousands of people feel the same. You will be missed, Chester, but your legacy will live on. And this podcast is just a tiny example of that. That being said, let's continue the conversation and kick our discussion off. Scott, as you've chosen Linkin Park, what is your first track, please? My first track is, I think, the first song I ever actually liked. So, I mean, this this was literally... The first song I ever thought, this is a song, I think this is class. So for little nine-year-old Scott, I'm going to pick In The End. In The End is Scott's first choice. And I'm going to throw it straight away to Chris and ask if In The End is in your top three. So I think it's probably the best combination of all the band's best components it's got chester's phenomenal singing voice it's got better mics rapping on it it's got the scratching by you know the other one it's an anthem of not just my childhood but my life so far you put it on and you're instantly just screaming every single word i was very lucky to see this track live when i saw them headline rock Wercher in 2017 and they did this thing during the first chorus where they just stopped and had everyone sing the chorus for them in the crowd and it's just this Brilliant moment that I'll remember for the rest of my life, and of course, it is in my top three. Great kind of reasoning there. Yeah, it's it's one of their, their top songs. Uh, before I get into it a bit more, let's move on and see if we can get the trifecta from the very first song. would be quite impressive if we did. Dom is, in the end, in your top three. 
I don't think we can have a Linkin Park discussion and pick a top three without this song being there. For me, it's probably one of the most iconic rock songs of all time across all generations. And for me, I remember being, I think, 11 years old. Uh, I'd just gone to high school. My mate gave me a sort of a, a copy of, of Hybrid Theory with this song on it. And I remember hearing this song. And for me, there's two songs. There's this and there's Papa Roach's Last Resort that took a lot of our generation from liking pop and liking that sort of music to liking rock. So 100% in the end by Linkin Park is in my top three. Wow. That is, yes. uh, that's already kicking things off to a great start. Uh, <laughs> already, uh, one song is already in the overall top three. I'm really happy with that. Um, I also forgot to mention, Hybrid Fairy was the first CD I ever had bought for me. The funny thing about it is I got it for my birthday and it was definitely a pirated copy. My parents decided not to spend the money on an actual CD, decided to get me a pirated copy. So, um, Scott, out of curiosity, yeah. did, your, did your pirate copy have like a, it was a front cover, but it was like a slightly faded front cover? Yes, and, and the CD was yeah. just a CD-ROM, yeah. Yep, same, Classic. exactly the same. I think that's part of your childhood, isn't it? You you, yep. you have to get a few dodgy CDs along the way, I think. Um, but I have replaced it. I have bought the proper version and I have replaced it. Um, but yeah, I think I'm really, really glad that we've all went with something off Hybrid Theory and we've all went with, in the end, really good work, guys. Yeah, that is a nice start to everything. Let's see if we can continue. So I'm going to go over to Dom now. So obviously we've got In The End as one of your top three. Give me another one. and Let's see if we can all commit. So I think that... All of us, when picking our top three, may have come across this conundrum now we're about to go into because technically this song we're about to pick isn't the pure Linkin Park song, but I think it's a song that is most recognised with them now. And I'm going for Numb Encore with Jay-Z. Okay, so you're going for the version with Jay-Z. I just think that album is is something else. I think the fact that it's two huge players in their game, Jay-Z and Linkin Park, coming together to such brilliant effect. And this song, I think whether you're a Jay-Z fan, you like R&B, you like hip-hop, you like rock, if that comes on, whether you're in the car, in a club, at home, you know all the words, you know the beats, you try to rap along, it's an iconic song, and I think it has to be in there. Chris, what do you think? I'll give you... A simple answer, and then I'll extend it out. For me, Numb by Linkin Park is their second best song. But if we're including Numb Encore, then this would be their best song. So yes, it's in there for me. It's another brilliant combination of the band's entire talents. As I said before, Chester's voice, Mike's rapping, Mike sort of raps underneath the chorus on this one. And with that happening, Will Chester's singing is just absolutely fantastic. I love the story about how they initially just remixed the two tracks together. And then Mike and Jay-Z just stopped and were like, we have to just re-record all of this. And they sat and re-recorded the whole album. If we're including Numb and Encore, it's in my top three. Wow, so this is looking pretty promising so far. I'm quite surprised. Uh, but before I get my hopes up, I'm moving over to Scott. Num slash Encore, is it in your top so, three? So this is going to be a roller coaster of emotions for everybody. Get ready. Oh. Yeah. Um, coming into the podcast, it was not in my top three. It, it was one of the songs that I was kind of readying up for being in there. But I did uh, write down quite a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about, a certain aspect of Linkin Park and I picked a song to go along with all of that stuff but actually you've convinced me that Numb Encore is better suited to all this stuff I'm about to talk about 
So, for the purposes of keeping it simple, I am saying, actually, yes, it will be in my top three Nam Encore. Let's do it. I did, I did have Breaking the Habit down. I wanted something that signified just how cool Linkin Park were. Uh, They're definitely a band for people that feel like they're misfits or feel left out. So they've got goth aesthetics to their music and they've got goth aesthetics to their videos. You only have to look at a video like In the End and that's full of stuff that you would expect to see, you know, in a movie like The Matrix. And then you've got Breaking the Habit, which is uh, this just like really, really cool anime video. Um, I think when I was growing up, Linkin Park always just were this band that made really cool stuff. Whatever they thought was cool, I thought, yeah, I want to be into this. I want to think this is cool. That's why I was going to go for Breaking the Habit, but I think you're right. Collision Course was such a big moment because you had the coolest artist in the world, Jay-Z, which he was at the time, there's no questioning that, gave kudos and effectively put over this like really alternative band. And I'm sure a lot of Jay-Z fans at the time were like, whoa, this is a bit out there. But actually, it just proved that Linkin Park are this really kind of crossover, massive hit machine that you know worked on both the alternative level but also both on the mainstream level and that's why they were so successful so yeah i'm putting num encore in my top three guys wow so we've had a very early change of heart (laughs) we didn't even have to argue on it Uh, (laughs) i think dom and chris managed to sell it to scott there and also i'm very very surprised that we've also already at this stage got two out of our top three already solidified in our list now considering lincoln park have such a massive back catalog i was expecting a massive kind of back and forth going from the first song so i'm very very shocked um but we'll see if we can keep this ball rolling so let's go with song three uh and chris can you let me know what your third and final song is I hope now that the consensus hasn't been completely lost because it's been in such agreement so far but I'm just going to go for it. I personally don't think I'll get much agreement on this, but I'm going to try with it anyway. This next song I'm about to pick is an OG rock anthem, an alternative rock anthem. Every time I hear it, I just want to flail my arms and legs around and just completely lose it. It was my personal first real exposure and music to screaming. I mean, it's only really slight in this song, but it was a taste of things to come in my own music taste. The song itself is about the frustration of songwriting, which I think is beautifully ironic. The screams of shut up over and over again. How many times have countless people screamed that while thinking about their boss, their other half, or someone they just really, really don't like? So my third song, we're in order so far from my picks, but my third song would be from 2000, One Step Closer. One Step Closer is for sure one of the best Linkin Park songs of all time. One of the kind of like coolest parts of going to a Linkin Park show is hearing everybody shout shut up. That's awesome. But we are one step back from finishing this podcast, I'm afraid. I have not put it in my top three. <laughs> oh, the first disagreement. I knew it was coming. It had to happen. We weren't going to have a perfect, uh, a perfect run. Um, but I will ask Dom now, one step closer, is it in your list to make things a little bit easier? See, it was interesting doing these lists because it was very easy to sort of get uh, caught up in how good an album Hybrid Theory is. I mean, to have that as the first, I think Scott is one of his first albums. For me, it was the first proper rock album I ever listened to. Uh, and like Chris so well said, that song, One Step Closer, I remember being a young person being like, oh my God, this is like screamer music, this is heavy, I'm enjoying it, I'm loving it. But you had that, 
you had paper cut, you had crawling alongside in the end. And it was a tough choice, but in the end, I didn't go with one step closer. Okay, so <laughs> now now we can now things start to get interesting. So Dom, I'm gonna stick with you. What is your third and final song? This uh, this was really, really, really tough. I think the first two were relatively easy when you think Linkin Park you think in the end you think Numancore the third track was a bit more difficult and I had to sort of think between three or four different lines of thinking what I think Linkin Park have tried to some success is tried to change their style up a little bit so you think early days you think of how it was it was rock it was pure rock with a little bit of rapping in there and then they moved away into sort of the dance sort of scene had sort of some beats in there then moved to the new style I was very close to picking Papercut, I think Papercut is an incredible song. Then I move my thinking towards a song which I don't think I'll get a lot of love, but I like it with Steve Aoki, A Light That Never Comes. In the end, I went for a song that I don't think will get any love in this podcast. But for me, I can't hear it and not feel emotional. I think it was their last single released before Chester took his life. When it was released, you think, this is a weird song. It's got like a Chainsmokers vibe. It's a bit... mm." Listen to it now. Listen to it once he passed away. Look at the lyrics. I am going as my third choice for one of my favourite songs of the past few years, Linkin Park, Heavy. Heavy as Dom's final choice. Uh, as he said, quite an emotional song, uh, listening back. Um, and based on what you were saying, I wrote that down straight away. I knew what you were talking about because um, I, I kind of feel very similar. So that leaves it going to Scott now. Is Heavy your final song? And if it isn't, can you let me know what it is? So I'm not going to dramatise around it. Um, it's not my final song, but I just want to echo everything Dom said. It is, it, I, I actually really like the album, um, but I think since what's happened, it's it's even more special, um, and that's certainly one of the songs that really cuts through a lot differently now. Um, but that is precisely the reason why I've went for my final pick. One thing I don't think any of us have t- spoken about is Minutes to Midnight. As much as I loved Hybrid Theory, was the same amount I loved Minutes to Midnight. I absolutely devoured it. I listened to it every waking minute of every day for about a year. I think it's just a, a terrific album. And there was a few singles I was kind of wrestling between putting in. I want to use this pick, though, to talk about how Linkin Park songs really hit differently since Chester passed away. And because of that, I've picked Shadow of the Day. This was the song when Chester passed away, when I was spending probably the full day listening to Linkin Park, listening to all of their albums. Um, But this was the one song that I kept on coming back to. Its lyrics are really, really sad, but also really beautiful. I love the the visualisation of a relationship or life-ending to that of a sun setting so the lyric is the shadow of the day will embrace the world in grey and the sun will set for you and i just think that is one of the proper best lincoln park lyrics okay so thank you scott we have now gone from everybody agreeing to everybody disagreeing very very helpfully um we have chris currently pitching one step closer we have dom with heavy and Scott with Shadow of the Day. Three actually very different songs. So, Chris, I'm going to go to you now and ask about your opinions on uh, Scott and Dom's choices, Heavy and uh, Shadow of the Day. 
I'm actually really surprised by both of those picks. I made a list of the top 20 Linkin Park songs. Both are in my top 20, which is the first surprise. The second surprise is that, well, for my top six, which was like my short list that I was picking from, like Dom mentioned a bunch of them. Like it's six I had crawling, five I had what I've done, four I had paper cut, and then the three that I've mentioned already. But at number seven, I had Shadow of the Day. You know, this was second era, Linkin Park. They were very, very different to the first couple of albums. I thought that that song, Shadow of, Shadow of the Day, stood out massively. And uh, yeah, I think that's a really, really solid choice because it's a beautiful song for all the reasons that Scott listed. I also am very surprised at Dom's choice because I had Heavy at number 10. That song, I remember, came out just before I went to see them at Rock Quercher. And I remember at the time it getting so much flack on the internet for, like, off their fans and other people just... just giving it crap for not being very good and I remember listening to it and being like no this is this is still pretty good so it was in my top 10 in fact all of the songs you've spoken about are all in my top 10 which is a very strange consensus from previous episodes when I've just hated other people's choices openly <laughs> okay so Chris is feeling both your choices Dom I think we know your feelings about one step closer what are you thinking about Shadow of the Day it's a difficult one because I think there's a lot of Linkin Park songs that match your mood and match where you are in your life. And I think Shadow of the Day, again, is another song, very similar veins to sort of heavy, where if you if you take a step back and really look at it and really take it in, it's, it's a beautiful song in a different way. Would it be above One Step Closer? It depends what you're looking at because for me, I think the top three so far, we've got In The End, we've got Numb Encore, and we've got Another Space. I think In The End is a very an emotional rock song it's not particularly heavy it's quite you can sort of close your eyes and get enthralled in it no one calls a bit of a crossover so if i had to lean towards one of either shadow of the day or one step closer i still would probably lean to one step closer i think scott you've picked shadow of the day you've got one step closer and heavy coming from uh chris and dom are you gonna are you happy to concede you've heard you've heard some good things about shadow of the day or do you want to keep pushing um, I am happy to concede. I think we've all done a great job here, lads. We've all picked some fantastic records. And I think, yeah, I think Dom is on the right path. So we've picked a song that is emotional and shows how great of a singer Chester Bennington was in, in the end. Um, we have picked something that, that, that really kind of um symbolizes how big lincoln park were and just what they meant to a lot of people and in numb encore and i think what that top three could maybe use is a little bit of actually lincoln park when they wanted to be were this like raw animalistic just you know really terrific heavy rock band um and that definitely showed in their live shows as well so yeah, I am happy to concede and go with one step closer. Okay, so Scott uh, has put in his pitch for one step closer, taking away Shadow of the Day. So that is Chris's choice. Dom, how are you feeling with Heavy? I think I echo what I said before. I think that Linkin Park is different bands to different people. I think for me, I didn't ever expect Heavy to get in the top three. I think... Like Chris said before, a lot of Linkin Park fans, especially before Chester's passing, gave it a lot of flack. I think for me, that song is very important. It reflected a moment in my life that I was going through things and the lyrics really, really resonate with me. And every time I hear the song now, 
it does put me in a weird moment. It puts me a little bit fragile, and I think it's a song that means a lot to me. But I agree that the top three would be so good if we had one of sort of very different Linkin Park songs, like Scott said. So I am firmly behind One Step Closer. Wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't think I have to ask Chris whether he wants to stick with his own choice. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and presume that he is. And Scott's happy. Dom's happy. I've got to say I'm happy as well that our top three Linkin Park songs of all time are as follows. We've got In The End, picked by all three. Numb Encore, picked by all three. And then One Step Closer, picked by Chris. I think there is genuinely another... 30 minutes of conversation here about the songs that we haven't spoken about and I think that I'm going to say this because nobody's said it so far I think that re- regardless of everything that happened I think that Linkin Park went out on such a high and even us talking about them now three years after the events of July 2017 just shows how significant a band they are for all of us for as well as everyone listening as well I think we have done them definite justice with that um and it's been great talking about a lot of records. We could have spoken about a lot more. Um, just, you know, Linkin Park. What a band. Excellent. So, Linkin Park, the official top three for us. In the end, Numb slash Encore and One Step Closer. So that's the end of this episode of Encore. And if you haven't listened to any other episodes, you can grab them in all the usual places. And if you agree or disagree with us, then please let us know at Encore underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to suggest an artist or a band or even who'll abuse at us, feel free to do that because I'm not the one who actually reads it. But for now, thanks for listening. See you next time.